Hello. Podcast. 55. Sit 56. Oh, no. Is it the 56th? I think. Welcome to the 56th episode of the Karskast MovieCast. Uh, Jeff, I'm right on time. I have a question for you. Uh, uh, yeah, shoot. What is the first name of writer H.G. Wells? Is this a trick question? Like, does it not start with H? Uh, I'll, I'll give you that hint. Yeah, it starts with H. Harrison? No. No, no, no. Uh... It is. <laughs> it is Herbert. Um, Herbert, yeah. Herbert, of course. Classic, it's Herbert. classic yeah. H name. Classic H name. Um, we'll do one more. Um, what royal subject married Sarah Ferguson? You know what? Uh, maybe that's not the one. Maybe we should, should we do some some else. <laughs> Uh, I could just sometimes uh, I can read the room when <laughs> it, when it was not a good question. Uh, William? No, I no. just th- thought there was one a lot of Williams, time. so it might have been one of the one someone named William. William is a good guess, but it was Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. Correct answer. Um, so that's uh, that's our trivia. Do you for have any day. trivia questions on packing? On packing, we have. <laughs> None. No, that <laughs> it's a dry category today. Like what? What is? Do they call a thing you stick clothes in? A um, suitcase. That's a suitcase. Yeah, yeah. Duffel bag. Uh, <laughs> could be a duffel bag. Play? Could be a backpack. We'll do. This is one more. It's a. Uh, well, this is too easy. Well, we'll, we'll give. We'll give Perfect. you one. Hopefully, hopefully you get it. Um, what is? <laughs> wait a second. Actually, this is not the one I was going to ask, but this one's better. What breed of dog is Scooby-Doo? Uh, uh, um, Malamut? Is that a kind of dog? <laughs> really no, is it, disappointing is he a He's a Great Dane. He's a Great Dane. Da- yeah, you know, I He's really a, should have known that. Oh, a great, no. A Great do. Because Scooby Doo, um, a great do, a great do. <laughs> um, that's definitely not why they, they should have a Mountain Dew flavor that's Scooby Doo themed, <laughs> called Scooby Doo. Mountain Dew, or I was D- thinking just call Mountain it Scooby Doo with D E W. Oh, okay. I was thinking Mountain Dew with D O O. So oh, that's good guess, too. Uh, Both of yeah. them. Yeah. Well, we. Uh, anyways. We should. I, I want to say thanks to everyone, all the patrons who showed up to the Google Hangout this last Friday. I want to say Friday or Saturday. Um, one of those days. Wasn't it Tuesday? Uh, holy shit! It was a Tuesday. <laughs> it was totally Tuesday. <laughs> Where has the time? Oh my god! Wow. This okay. Is not good. That that's that's happening. that's not a good sign of where we're at. At yeah. all. Um, now, just as a quick intro, we'll get into the movie later, but uh, I, you know, in my head, the ending made me feel happier than in real life. So I want to just take back when last time when I said that that was a movie that made me happy at the end. <laughs> Big fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to I think thinking about it, 
is is it's a better thought as like a mm-hmm. complete thing yeah. than actually experiencing it. But anyways, I just wanted to clear that up. Clear before, that up you before know, we so, yeah. even. Because I'm like, we're not even through the intro yet. I right. No, I just I, I knew that make, was going to come up and I just wanted yeah. to get out in front of it. Clear the air. Nice. Oh, I was almost burped right into the mic. That was... <laughs> That's good audio. That's... <laughs> um, let's see. I started online classes this week. That oh, was... yeah? What, uh, what classes are you in? Uh, I'm in experimental filmmaking, which I'm excited about, with Brian Zom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know much about him. Uh, uh, I'm in... Oh. I do. Okay. We will not elaborate any further than... <laughs> <laughs> I'm in image optics and something else, uh, cinematic motion. It's it's a science class, but it's a film science class. And then uh, I'm in my digital capstone class. I'm mm-hmm. in editing three, and I'm in fuck. What's the other one? Uh, 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 uh color correction. Yeah. Yeah. So some of those so, seem like they'll translate pretty easily to online, and some don't. Some don't. No. Editing three, for example. You would think an editing class. Why does it? Need, why does remote matter? Because everyone's on their. Comp- it does matter. It's. I hate it because mm-hmm. I need help, especially because this class is all Avid, and oh, I. I, I know Avid. a little bit of Avid, but I I'm pretty bad at it, and I need a lot of help. So I'm terrible. Once I took the one class I needed to that was all in Avid, I never have used it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're not an editor, you. Yeah. Do no you now? Do you use Premiere now, or do you still stick to I. It? I use Premiere for every project now. Ever okay. since my you, Barry video, over. yeah, I, I've yeah. completely like and and I told myself after the Barry video, I was like, I will go back to Final Cut for fast projects because I can do stuff really fast in Final Cut. But I still haven't gone back. I've realized. Yeah, I just, Premiere is, is nice. Premiere is a beautiful. I've always known it's great, but I was like, I I will still defend Final Cut. It's a good program. It's not a bad mm. program, but Premiere once you kind of get a hang of it it is amazing amazing software um but yeah that's kind of how that is i am not a fan of zoom uh is that are you is it like zoom lectures is that what your classes only, are a lot of mine they're like it's only the first class and then they just kind of assign you stuff there it, it was kind of just an introduction for half those classes i never have to do a zoom again with them but your class get zoom bombed zoom what does that mean it's all so zoom apparently just has really bad privacy features so a bunch of people are hacking into random zooms and like showing pornography and things oh that's not good yeah that's a it's a big bummer (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no we haven't been zoom bombed yet uh I guess it's like the Zoom meeting IDs are only a few numbers. I guess if people just try enough numbers, especially now because yeah, everything's it, on Zoom. If it's not password protected, yeah, you can just get it. You're into guaranteed them. to get into something, yeah. We should just do that, but our podcast and just yeah. come into random Zoom meetings and start recording our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See how long it takes for people to There'd dip. There'd be some like <laughs> lecture. It'd be some like business meeting on like consumer <laughs> awareness. In the middle of it, you just hear. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're here. <laughs> the cars cast. We've been Zoom carsed. Uh, like, you know what? This really reminds me of the movie Wall Street. <laughs> you know, I think this guy up in the top right corner, he's Gordon Gecko in this story. 
get you on the flip side. And, they're like, what <laughs> and then we that? just pop out. We were only in there for like, <laughs> like for 20 seconds before they can take us you out. Make, you make one point and leave. <laughs> we just answer trivia questions. <laughs> and then we play an outro song. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my take on Zoom. Um, and what else? I would just like to say... Uh, the last episode ended pretty abruptly because I was like shaking and sweating and felt very weak Mm -hmm. uh, because I needed to eat. Thanks for everyone reaching out. Nobody reached out. No one was worried. So yeah, I didn't even reach out. No, Jeff didn't follow up. (laughs) I think I had to follow. Turns out it was just the coffee. I thought I was, I legitimately for a second thought I was dying. I was like, this is the beginning of the end and yeah, I mean, just coffee. honestly, seeing you in video, it didn't look very serious. It looked like you just like wanted to get something to eat. So that's yeah why I, was I wasn't just, concerned. I was sweating really hard as uh, yeah, it was bad. And then I you got also up. phrased it like it was something that always happened to you. Yeah, which it's it it, it doesn't for the record. Like similar things <laughs> happen, <laughs> but because something yeah. But today, my point is, I had coffee again today. The same type. It's whatever coffee my parents get and. Same thing happened. I was feeling very weak. I was like, good they thing I'm not recording a podcast. Get this really intense coffee. It says intense on the box. I'm like, yeah. who buys that? I don't know. No, I, so when I was in Europe, a lot of the coffee, I was getting like a lot of like cold coffee from just random stores. And right. one of the flavors that was there was, it was always mm-hmm. intenso. <laughs> and I would get that all the time. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah, I want intenso. Give me the best. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it does what it needs to do, then. Yeah, it's it was intense. Got to got to have your intenso. Um, <laughs> what else? Not a lot else. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty sunny <laughs> in Chicago right now. I have. Um, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, my apartment is set up very strangely, and there's mm-hmm. the only door to the balcony is actually in my bedroom. So yeah. my roommates are on the balcony, but um, it's hard to get to my door, and also I don't really want that to be the main entrance. So they actually yeah. use the the window to climb in and out of to get to the balcony. <laughs> And they're all out there right now. So they're all, wow. um, they're all about five feet from me on the other side of this wall. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I can see the shun, the shun, the sun just shining on your. It's very bright. Well, I can't see that. You're not pointing <laughs> the laptop there. But <laughs> you open the window for yourself. I was looking. Yeah, you. It's also pretty nice here, but yeah, that's that's weather talk cars cast boys um <laughs> we should have like a jingle for that yeah <laughs> uh no weather. Um, oh. weather rain <laughs> snow and we just give very localized weather that doesn't apply to anyone because first of all whenever they hear this it's way after it's when this weather's ap- happening yeah like we're, like giving the opposite. we're giving you a current the- weather which is always going to be in the past for when you're listening yeah. to it we review the weather we don't yeah you know what predict seven out of ten would go outside (laughs) wow Uh, i have one last little funny thing um there's this uh there's this girl in my la class who i had a crush on um never Mm -hmm. got the chance to uh tell her anything now is not the time to start uh something up because it's quarantine but i messaged her on facebook uh basically saying we should hang out and where I'm getting with this is that she it was she said yes it's fine all that but you are also we we contact each other through Facebook and mm-hmm. when I copied the Google Hangout link to you I accidentally pasted it into her messages 
and then realized right before I almost sent it, I was like, oh, that's not Jeff. That would have been an yep. interesting way been, to get a guest. It would. <laughs> you know, you should do that sometime. We should just like just on a randomly lot of your send friends, someone a Google. Just, no, just no, just a bunch of people. Because I feel like if we do a bunch, oh, yeah, maybe yeah, one yeah. person will join. Just no, uh-huh. no context. Just post the Google Hangout link, and then you're like, hey, you're our guest this week. I could do that right now. You realize that. Yeah, that would be kind be of fun. Kind of funny. Um, talking big of, fish. You've seen it, right? <laughs> Owen, who really wants to be on this podcast, yeah. I told him we're he really likes big fish. So this would have been the episode to have Owen on. Do you want to uh, see if Owen wants to come on right now? Um, I'll send the the link to him. <laughs> um, it's going to be kind of tough to get this. Also, if he comes on, we'll need to actually organize him recording his own audio. This, yeah, it would just, you know, we're not going to do it. I take it back. Because no one would be able to hear him but us. Never mind. Um, that is the weekly recap with the Carscast. That would actually be so mean. We let Owen on the podcast and then no one can hear him. We're like, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. He says something and I play a sound effect, but no one knows what he is. He said. We're all just and We just pretend what he said was like really dumb. <laughs> we're like that didn't even happen in this movie <laughs> we're like you just like, said I'm a bunch sure. of slurs <laughs> yeah. um, pretty yeah. sure there were not a bunch of ostriches attacking people in this film <laughs> idiot but if there were any film out there where something like that would make sense it would be in big fish uh, yeah, I mean, maybe transition. not any film, but I, like, <laughs> more than most. <laughs> you know what? Anytime I attempt a transition yeah. for every every episode, I'm just going to... That's going to be the transition noise. Yeah. I think Ace um, Ventura would probably be more likely to have an ostrich attack than Big Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Or Madagascar. Yeah. Or... We just spend the or, rest of the Or some episode. documentary about ostriches. <laughs> Um, did I ever tell you about my weird ostrich phase in elementary school? No. <laughs> That's such a specific just, thing. I feel like I, I definitely would remember that. I made ostriches like my personality, like it was my favorite animal. So I just, I kind of had an obsession with them. And um, they would call me Carstridge, which is an <laughs> awful nickname. It was the, most, it was the laziest nickname you could what think of. Talking but about? it was a huge part of my anyways um, so imagine if that carried on though you'd be like the people on tinder who post like love the office but you'd put like love ostriches, love ostriches. yeah <laughs> and one of your pictures would be your head photoshopped onto an ostrich <laughs> like, likes to go on long, long. very fast walks <laughs> try to keep up likes to go on long necks <laughs> Trust me, I'm way above six foot. <laughs> uh, My cousin's an emu. <laughs> this is like, like what I just said about my my ostrich obsession is like, it's the worst story the main character of Big Fish could have told. Like, he's like, I used to be obsessed with ostriches. He's like, that one's not even interesting. He's like, yeah. Anyways, yeah. um, Big Fish. Okay. This, yeah, Big Fish. Let's get down to it. This is a movie. So, uh oh. Yep. What were you gonna say? Oh, you want to do your Google? Oh yeah, your Google description. <laughs> Today, I was like, t- maybe I'll start writing my own synopsis, and then I got lazy, and here we are. Um, Big Fish, directed by Tim Burton, from 2003. It is when Edward Bloom, Albert Finney, becomes ill. His son William, Billy Crudup, 
Crudup uh, travels to be with him. William has a strained relationship with Edward because his father has always told exaggerated stories about his life, and William thinks he's never really told the truth. Even on his deathbed, Edward recounts fantastical anecdotes. When William, who is a journalist, starts to investigate his father's tales, he begins to understand the man and his pen- penchant for storytelling. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. Um, what were so, you going to say, though? Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay. But uh, how many Tim Burton films have you seen? I've re- I realized upon watching this that I've actually seen quite a few. Um, yeah, he's made a lot of movies. A, yeah, like what's is this your favorite by him, Jeff? Um, I think, yeah, I think this is probably my favorite. Um, okay. Yeah, no, this yeah. is definitely my favorite. Okay, it's just because definitely... I like this film a lot. Uh huh. Well, that's a good reason to. <laughs> <laughs> um. He's kind of he's one of those filmmakers that hasn't aged that well, not in like a like political problematic way. It's just that his style was very fit for the period he was like most successful in. Like very weird over the top production design like mm-hmm. uh kind of uh, emo. I mean like a I lot of know. like you know animation that is not like the type of animation where it was it looked i don't know it's it's very interesting that animation he does mm-hmm. um but I now love it's like his, yeah, yeah oh it's great but now it's like cgi is so good that like no one is trying to make those besides wes anderson exactly <laughs> um i don't know if you saw this is what i i was trying to figure out what the last thing i saw by him was i never saw the new dumbo and that's I didn't why either I, my, I was my a, brother did what did he think um i don't remember i don't think i ever asked him but he was okay. obsessed with dumbo when he was like the the cartoon mm-hmm. like the original yeah. when he was young and he made us watch it like every day for like a year wow. when he was like five that's <laughs> yeah i've seen dumbo so many times when Just i was really young it's yeah. a good movie it's got that one but it, really it's not good, like it shouldn't not... have been your childhood favorite film best movie no yeah i would agree again I've, I've said many times my like during this period my favorite film was space jam of course, different, and, very yeah. different. So, so we, so my house. I bet my parents went insane for a little bit because there was probably a good year or two when the only movies we were watching were Dumbo and Space Jam. <laughs> basic, yeah. Basically, all right. We should same. really quick run down what films we have seen by Tim Burton. Okay, so I have seen Edward Scissorhands, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, two thousand five, not the original, um, Corpse Bride. Uh, Frank and Weenie, and I think that's it. Beetlejuice, um, mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. So I've seen uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, <laughs> uh, Beetlejuice, right? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. Big oh, Fish. I've seen that one. Yeah. Corpse Bride, Dark Shadows, and Big Eyes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Dark Shadows is really bad. It looks bad. I thought you were about to say it was good, and I was like, I "No, really? it's bad. It's bad." Okay. But Big Eyes is is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, Big Eyes, Big Fish. Does it have is it at all similar to this? Um, no. Okay. Uh, let me. Did you say you've seen Corpse Bride? I have. Okay, I love that movie. That's a yeah. No, it's cool good movie. I also and we won't talk about Tim Burton this whole time. Uh, but I 
am one of the few who will defend. I don't think Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is bit better than the original Willy Wonka, but I think it's a good movie. I've never seen the. I mean, I've seen the original a lot. Yeah, of yeah, times, yeah. But okay. I've never seen Charlie his version. It's. I really like it. It's very. It's honestly now having seen Big Fish, um, it's pretty similar to Big Fish. Weirdly, at least, and that probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But at least the. Uh, You'll see what I mean. The thing about Big Fish is that um, it's really good at it's like if this feels like an ode to storytelling, just in mm-hmm. general, because it, it's all about storytelling. Um, and I compare this to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because Charlie kind of they deal with the backstory of um, Willy Wonka a little bit more, and the way they do that is very similar to this, um, where it's like. A lot of the it just moves so smoothly. It'll be like one really drawn out score and just move from one location to the next with, I don't know, it with these cool like whips yeah. and paint. I don't know, uh, but that's something I really liked about this is that it yeah. never slowed down. Oh no, like yeah, the pacing moving. of this is very good. It also, I don't know, like somehow the story in this is mm-hmm. very American. In, in you know the themes it hits on and it's like very like small town yeah kind of like 1940s 50s right um but also it, it is somehow like impressive and then it feels very big but then when you think about it it's like also not it doesn't have to go and like have him like affecting the world mm-hmm. to feel as big as it feels yes that's a great point because i got a lot of and i think this is completely normal a lot of forrest gump vibes to it mm-hmm. like where it's it's like this guy it's basically retelling the highlights of his life um kind of and it's yeah. very like you said american um but yeah it's like the stuff he did was very normal kind of i mean for, yeah you know to a certain extent but and i like how big that it made it feel i like how it it, it feels like i'm watching a movie through like the eyes of a child child the way everything feels a little bit bigger than it actually is. Things feel a little bit more colorful. And I really like that about it. It's a super mm-hmm. creative and imaginative movie. Uh, but I won't lie. I don't think I liked this as much as a lot of people do. I will yeah. say. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I guess I'll start with, I just didn't, I knew how it was going to end the moment it started. Which is a weird criticism, I feel. I I wouldn't say it's predictable, because it definitely wasn't the movie I thought it would be. But I just knew how... I knew the end of it. I'm like, the guy and the dad are... It's going to be a good ending. Um, which is fine. It's good. It's just that right. I, I didn't... I, I couldn't connect. I didn't know who the protagonist was, really. And it made it hard for me to connect to anybody or know what to care about and what not to care about uh but i'm gonna toss it over to you what do you yeah like you love this film you really like it yeah well i mean this film i think it it doesn't matter that you know how it's gonna end i think Mm -hmm. this more than any film is like about the journey (laughs) right yeah because i mean that's literally (laughs) what the film is about it's just like about you know and then in the actual what's happening in terms of character progression, because all this happened in the past, isn't about like chronological, chronologically or logically, mm-hmm. what is happening in the story. 
Yeah. It's just about like emotionally the connection between the dad and the kid and the mm-hmm. son. Yeah. Um, so that's like the only thing that's like changing throughout this where he's starting to get a better understanding of his, you know, dad. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I think that and we're going to obviously get into spoilers for this film because it came out 17 years ago. Right. Um, I mean, I think everyone knows very early that the dad's going to die. Yeah, of course. Like that's and- not in question. Uh-huh. You know, so obviously I know what you mean by knowing the ending is that you know that the dad and son are going to have a better relationship by the end. Right. But I mean, this type of film, it would be a pretty terrible film if they didn't. Then what would it even be saying? Exactly. No. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's fair. I mean, well, he really switched it up on me. It turns out the kid hates his dad and his dad's dead. Oh, well. No. Yeah. I just the thing is, I didn't like I guess what I was trying to say is i never liked that the kid or the mm-hmm. guy whoever what's his face is i don't think i've ever seen anything that he was in billy crudup crudup was he in a tv show i don't know he was in almost famous i don't i i i'm unfamiliar with him embarrassingly but i will say he's got a really great voice i loved it's a weird compliment mm-hmm. here but he's got a great voice his line deliveries were always just, but I didn't like his character that much. He never, his, his, I, I don't like the fact that I was seeing all of his character progression through the lens of his dad as a younger person. Mm-hmm. I just, I felt, I found that really hard to connect the dots, but yeah, I understand why I, I could, that's the thing about this movie. I could fully understand why people love it. I just, I personally did not connect to him at all. Yeah, I mean, you have to just completely decide to buy in with this film, like, immediately. Yeah, yeah, That's the thing, is, like, I, so I saw this film um, in theaters Mm -hmm. when I was, like, 12. That's that's a good experience, I bet. Yeah, so that's the thing. I I was probably, I was about 12 or Mm -hmm. so, it was 11 or 12, Mm -hmm. and I saw this in theaters, so, like, I... You know, back then, seeing it when, like, that's like the age when, theoretically, these stories would have been being told to the, yeah. to the you know, the son. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even that it just made the whole thing feel even bigger. So I think I've always liked this film. Right. Just because it was like a really good theater experience. That's a, yeah, I'm jealous. I wish I would have seen this in theaters. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, speaking of the score, uh, we weren't even talking about the score. I don't know why I said speaking of <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um it's a really beautiful like old school like cinema score mm-hmm. i feel like i feel it just feels so classic um and like you said american it's just such an american movie um yeah. and it's just everything's larger than life mm-hmm. in in every conceivable way in this film yeah i think it's it's definitely the best i've seen from danny elfman who i think has done pretty much every tim burton score uh, Danny Elfman, didn't he also do like the Futurama theme? I think like, so. Did he do the Simpsons as well? Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. For, he created the Simpsons main title. Yeah. Uh, does not say Futurama, but I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. He, I mean, he's Danny Elfman. Um, yeah. yeah. I like, uh, here's, okay. Here's my thing about the score too. I love it. It's amazing. I just think they could have, it is pretty much going nonstop. The, the score is blasting through like most of the movie. And I just, mm-hmm. there are a lot of moments where I, and I know that 
it defeats the purpose. I think it's going for a, you know, the traditional route. I just wish there wasn't a score. Like the final scene in the hospital, I really mm-hmm. wish they would have just cut it and it would have been the, the dad and the son having that quiet moment together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, it the violence were just blasting through. Uh, but that's just my personal take. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a it tough me. film to like quantify in that respect. Right. To like know what you want from it because it's the film is about a story that's being told that's being taken very seriously mm-hmm. that is completely like not real. Mm-hmm. So it's going for this storytelling, you know, vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where yeah, yeah. where you need the score to like make Be it feel a... not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I don't know if that that actually, I don't know if that that's a good point sense. though. No, 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 no. It did. I, I guess feel like that's half of this podcast. I say something that makes like half sense, and you're like, "That's a good point." And I'm like, "Oh, I feel really good about myself." <laughs> no, it, it <laughs> the thing, that makes a lot of sense for the old. That okay, that's another thing. Well, actually, I take it back. I was gonna say there were not enough distinctions between the old the stories and what's in real time, but there totally was. Um, visually, the old stories were they had like that glow to them, and I yeah. really liked that part of it. Especially the first time he visits Spectre, it is just, mm-hmm. it's so overblown yeah. and like to- so green and it's, I love that. Um, yeah. Also, um, what helps tell the difference between like the old and the new is that in the new stuff, he's really old. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my point is that. Yeah, I I agree that the score should be there and it should be over the top for the stories because it enhances the fact that it feels like a story and kind of not realistic and kind of absurd. I just think that those moments where it's not doing that, where we're in real time, Mm -hmm. could have done without. But that's just me. That's just what I would have. What else? Yeah, I, I make it seem like I didn't like this movie. I really did like it a lot. You just uh, didn't love it. I didn't love it, no. And the thing yeah. is, it's one of those where I feel like if had I experienced it as a kid, I would have been all over it. Because for some reason, I was all over Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the Tim Burton version, for the same reasons I was this. It's just the stories that he tells and the way he does it are so vivid and fun. And yeah. I, I, this film, I think, is very much aided by watching it on like a big screen. Right, like, yeah. Because I watch this on my small TV. Yeah. Um, for this, but like next time I watch this, I want to watch it on like a projector with like big sound. Absolutely. I think that would have a significant effect on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of something to think about, I, I feel like, is that this film couldn't be made in the future mm. because all these stories are, are all these kind of, you know, anecdotes that only exist before the internet. Yeah. Before you can prove things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if I claim to like any grandkids I might have, like all these things, they could just like look up and be like, nah, you were you were tweeting about like I... <laughs> a sign that says don't pee on this wall. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> you liar. They're like, I have fifty episodes of you talking in a podcast to prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And by then, you know, they'll probably just mess with me because they already that technology where if you have recordings of people's voices, you can generate you new can, phrases they didn't even say. 
have you, you know that that like technology is not released to the public yet but it exists yeah so if they all you need is like 20 minutes of someone talking and they have about 45 hours of us talking so that's we're gonna we're gonna get deep faked on our voices i was gonna say i knew we could get deep faked like physically like with our face yeah but that's a that's a whole yep. mess uh, that's gonna mess up so many different things uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you, it's gonna, you can't, you're not gonna be able to like believe sound bites anymore. No, that's why we got to start doing video. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm just so, wait, okay, wait, before we go any further, you just caught me off guard. Can we get a drink check? Uh, we never did that. Cause that yeah. looks like some, that looked vibrant, whatever you just put in your mouth. <laughs> so this is watermelon water. <laughs> it's like a watermelon juice blend. Yeah. It's it looks very good. good. It's, it's one of my favorite beverages nice so it's not straight watermelon juice it also has like lemon in there and some other things so it's mm-hmm. better watermelon juice is a little too bland mm-hmm. um one of my favorite drink like juices though is if I, I buy like fresh squeezed orange juice and then fresh watermelon juice and then i just mix them like probably 60 percent watermelon 40 percent orange juice okay it's like the most refreshing thing ever i think i, I think i've actually recommended that before in this podcast i wouldn't be surprised um uh, wouldn't watermelon juice just be watermelon water no so th- this is a brand watermelon water oh where it's watermelon juice mixed with things so that it tastes better it's a, okay. it's a little more zingy a little more okay watermelon juice by itself is just like too flat yeah, yeah so yeah. that's why i mix it with orange juice nice that pretty much orange, you know how yeah. orange juice is a little like a little bit too like tart so like after you drink it you get that little tart fizzle it's very s- strong yeah yeah so if you mix it with watermelon juice it, it t- it's like just as refreshing as orange juice but you don't get that like kick at the end so it's just like the most right. refreshing drink ever okay nice that yeah, was a nice beverage I mean, not, break yeah i also <laughs> actually have um some cold brew coffee as well okay now nice honestly i'm wondering if watermelon water in the coffee would be good or it would ruin both oh, of them oh that would be so bad that'd be worse well i've than had the cold Pat's brew Blue with Ribbon. lemonade and okay. cold brew with lemonade is kind of good really i just don't i can't imagine that can i just i'm not a lemonade guy i really mm-hmm. don't like it i i hate the way it makes my mouth taste i don't like lemonade either especially like the fake lemonade like pure like actual fresh squeezed lemonade yeah. not bad but like yeah. the kind that's just like in a sugary packet that's terrible yeah but i like lemonade mixed with things okay so i could do like a strawberry lemonade mm-hmm. that sounds know, but, yeah yeah that that stuff's nice I love any anything that has strawberry in it. I can yeah. get down with. You know what so. though? This watermelon water is kind of the same color as your hair. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was. <laughs> that's right. I did dye my hair again. It's pink. It's a little bit pinker than last time. I I knew how to do it a bit better, but it's still mm-hmm. pretty much orange. Um, and I've contemplating just buzzing my head a few times today. Uh, <laughs> so that's that. I'm gonna adjust the hat now. Yeah. Anyways, big fish. What we were saying about that was uh, that it's like not something you could make now because of that. Yeah, for a lot of reasons, this doesn't feel like a. I, I like both narrative wise, the story wouldn't mm-hmm. logically make and, as and much also, sense. And it, also, it it's really relying on small town America, and that hasn't existed, you know, for yeah. a long time at this point. Like that end of that was like probably the the early nineties yeah before everything got like very interconnected mm-hmm. and and really it it thrived before um interstate so like the end of like the pure small town america was really like the 50s and like 60s mm-hmm. 
because yeah. then like you know towns on the highway actually had cars going in and out and then interstates they just got all bypassed so it really is like a film that's like about mid-century america yeah it's an yeah which is like it's fun because that's just like a fun time where like it felt like anything you know is possible like the small town where there's like a giant yeah yeah like that's a story where that seems conceivable for people you know for like this this like folk legend in like these small towns and that kind of right. stuff can't happen anymore it's definitely not yeah it's a good point maybe we, um, maybe we have to start some audio folk legends <laughs> like you have to be like whoa there's a giant pigeon outside my window <laughs> he's huge he's at least eight times bigger than a normal pigeon <laughs> i'm trying to come up with you, one on the you spot call it the minnesota giant pigeon the gi- <laughs> there's a sheep in my yard that, that <laughs> oh, would wait, actually no, that's, oh, that's actually there. oh there he is oh yeah wait that's my sheep um <laughs> i have like ambiance that would work for all of this yeah, too. do you so you still have sheep i still have she- no i don't okay um, i was all, yeah i was just a- as of two months ago we have no farm animals left uh is that kind of sad it is a little bit sad yeah because we we our last animals were ducks we had just i think three ducks and those are barely farm animals barely really not something i share you know uh yeah (laughs) i miss my goat a lot the goat was the last but yeah my mom and dad they're just they're at that point where they're like we don't want to we don't have the energy to would have been kind of nice for quarantine to have all the animals though it would have been just to have some well we already have two dogs and they're enough to take care I kind of wanted to have a goat on the podcast <laughs> Cuz don't goats laugh like really weirdly or not I mean they, they sound like they're they, laughing they when bop. they like yeah they're when like, they bob but like sometimes they when they or it's when they scream Yeah they mine sound never insane scream mine just had really long whiny baws Yeah like, that would have ah. been good audio yeah. for the podcast Yeah you could have made that a sound bite <laughs> That you hit on the board, that would have been his legacy. <laughs> no, he as he got older, he had like a real like rusty like, and it, we were all just scared yeah. of it. We were like, ah. So what? What became of this goat? What do you mean? Like what? Did, where did, what like, happened? Did, like yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a really tragic way that he went. Uh, oh no! I'll, you remember the uh, polar vortex? of yeah winter 20 you might know where i'm going with this um my mom she it was just him that we had a we have a good well heated barn don't get me wrong it's Mm -hmm. like we do everything we can for the animals because it's minnesota um so but you know still it wasn't enough so my mom was checking on him like every day like pretty much every hour and then one time she just uh came out there and he was uh frozen uh yeah and we, <laughs> it's, I feel w- bad for my mom more than anything. I'm like, imagine seeing that, like having to, especially yeah. when you're checking like every hour and it's like, you, you I felt bad, but that's, it that is kind of like Walt Disney. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> sad. Like the ending of this film. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think the ending of this film is sad? No. I I honestly I was really I really liked the ending the specifically the funeral I mm-hmm. thought it was a really wholesome and, and kind of pure way of ending it yeah personally I really liked it left me feeling good it was one of my right. favorite parts of the movie for me honest but no I agree that's yeah. like that's the part I remembered feeling good about which is why I said that but yeah. then taken as like a whole 
I don't think the film immediately makes you feel like great afterwards. No, it's kind of sad still. This is not your feel good movie to recommend. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's uh it's it's a good ending. Um when especially when Steve Buscemi let me just oh, I can't believe I haven't brought this up. Steve Buscemi's character is so good. Like one mm-hmm. of my probably my favorite character in this movie. He is just the way he changes over mm-hmm. time. I don't know. I love it. I wish they had spent a little bit more time with him. Uh, yeah. His, his poem. His poem is so funny. <laughs> but, I, it, yeah. It's, I mean, it does actually, like, mean something, though, in that they're saying that this is, like, a paradise that you can, like, stay at, but you're not going to grow. Yeah. You know, because there's he has nothing, like, no actual world experiences to pull from for poetry. Uh-huh. So, yeah. like, it was, it was a funny joke, though. <laughs> It was it was really funny when they just <laughs> cut to the shot of Spectre is great, uh, really great or something. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's kind of a bittersweet moment. I really like that that whole that scene right there. It's pretty great, and it I guess now that I think about it, it means a lot more coming the more the film progresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's like talks about why he doesn't let people read his work in progress because he is a Anyways, um, what else? This is pretty much all I have to say about it. I, I want to rewatch this, but in a theater. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's that such a theatrical I for sure film. Again. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyways, I, yeah, I think my last thoughts are that mm-hmm. it, it really does feel more like an actual life that someone could have lived. Obviously, you know, you're expanding on that with all these elements that can't be real. But I just yeah. mean, in terms of the actual things that happened, I, I liked how it wasn't like, oh, he became the pitcher for the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Like nothing insane happened. Like it was all these things that were plausible but extrapolated. Because, I mean, that's what the film was about is that you could have, you know, take someone's life and then actually give the pure version of what happened. And like there are a few things that are kind of interesting, but there's nothing out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Where if you, you know, extend the details of this like to a certain amount you know it becomes something else but it's still fundamentally what happened right that's a i like that point yeah that's a good point (laughs) uh yeah i i i'd like to look at this as well i i never mind i was gonna say this is like what he wanted to say with edward scissorhands but done in a bit more tied up way i think those these two movies are pretty similar but i just came up with that point so i don't have the words to explain mm-hmm. why so it's a video it's a video imagine right if that's a video like people are like why did you release a video <laughs> about comparing edward scissorhands and big fish and big fish and that's why um i am gonna give this movie a three and a half out of five i think so yeah which we didn't rate last we did not rate fight club no yeah which Um, i think i gave it a four and a half yeah because it is like i don't that one's hard because like i like it but also i don't like love it where Uh i think that i like it enough where if it was just based purely on how much i liked it yeah it'd be like a three and a half right but that one objectively like i think it is really good yeah so it's hard to rationalize giving it a three and a half exactly it's so well done um yeah now saying that i also i don't i don't know if 
I still don't know how to rate things on Letterboxd. Like, is it how much, how good I think it is or how much I like it? It's kind of, it's, I have gone, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, I've tried to figure out that difference this whole time because my favorites are all messed up, but I usually go by how much I liked it. I just be very honest with myself. Yeah. And, that's and then the, is it, do you space things like pretty evenly where do you have like the same amount of five stars as like the middle stars is it like just the five stars is your top you know i'm pretty reserved with 10 five stars the way you are like you only yeah. have what like two five stars yeah yeah I've, i'm trying to be a bit more reserved with it i used to just throw them out but i now i look at them as like that's like a favorite movie mm-hmm. um i don't know it, it really depends i used to have a rating system where i explained which score would meant what but it fluctuated a lot so um yeah yeah that's my answer to that okay i think i'm going uh four and a half that's yeah i cool see i saw your score for it and i saw four and i was like i thought jeff loved this movie a lot more than a four but did i rate it i think you yeah when i went was that check. just like a rating i i think yeah. i rated some films like right when i got letterbox and i took away a bunch i'm like i haven't seen these in three years yeah so I'm like yeah and then it's just that, like a rabbit hole of where then it's like, do I rate every movie I've ever seen? Right. That's what happened with me. Oh, yeah. One day, I do, it does give it a four. Well, I'm going to change that. I did the same thing when I, I one board afternoon, I just went through all of my movies and gave them stars. And I quickly, without thinking about it, gave Contagion one star just because I've told the bad date story mm-hmm. before. And recently, because so many people have been rewatching Contagion, I've just had a bunch of people like, why do you hate the movie so much? And I'm like, I, it wasn't that serious. Um, recently, I gave Dracula, the 1931 version, two stars because I didn't really like that movie. And peop- I did not know that would upset as many people as it did. Yeah. But the Dracula I, fan base is... As a joke, there. I gave Rob- Robots a half star. <laughs> like right when I was doing all this. Yeah. So I'm really... I, I'm, Pulling that average down. Right, right. Uh, I don't think I have that many half stars. I've, I've been reserved with my half stars, too. Those are really... Uh, no, those are for those things are... that are, like, unwatchable. Yeah, stuff that was even really hard yeah. to get through. Yeah, things that are, like, a bit hard to get through usually are, like, one and a half or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm like, well, at least people tried. Yeah. <laughs> there, was an, <laughs> there was effort. Um, so that's that. That was Big Fish. Um, let's see. Where's Damn, I wish we heard Owen's thoughts. <laughs> we'll, we'll call him in right now. It's just 30 minutes of silence. Um, where's the transition? Oh, I got this as a... Now we're into questions. It's uh, <laughs> short. <laughs> it sounds like, like, just add like a smacking sound there. It sounds like you're hitting someone. Wait, wait, wait. I can do that. Uh, where is it? That and... Oops. Okay. <laughs> You say him over and over again. It sounds like you're just beating someone up. It's like that was um, a stupid question. <laughs> question. I really like okay. today's questions. Um, I don't or know if you read I, them. You sent them to me. I didn't read them. Okay, they're they're pretty fun. What, there's only one that I think you would have needed to uh, read beforehand to think about. But this first one mm-hmm. comes from uh, Skippy Ghost. By the way, these questions come from the Patreon, not Patreon, the Reddit, the Carscast yeah. subreddit r slash cars guest uh skippy ghost asks asks pardon me if you had to mm-hmm. do any extreme sport what would it be 
extreme. That is a, a good question. And I think there's two ways to think about that. Right. Would, um, uh, one would be like if you were forced to as your current um, like mindset, uh-huh. which one would you pick? And then also if you could like alter your brain to want to do one of these sports. Does that, So I, what I mean is like if I had – if someone said you have to do an extreme sport tomorrow, I would not pick skydiving. But okay. if I could like rewire my brain to want to do skydiving, that would be cool. I think that would be like a fun thing to do if you wanted to. Okay. I kind of get in my opinion I feel like if you have to rewire your brain to want it don't you just want it in general like did, but no I would never pick it though because it's terrifying oh okay that's okay. what I mean oh is that like, because you you wouldn't just go skydiving tomorrow right like, it sounds right like tomorrow do an extreme sport I'd be like okay like snowboarding hmm. you know that's, I wouldn't yeah. pick skydiving but I wish that I wanted to yeah yeah I Okay, that's that's interesting. I guess I've always been kind of impulsive with extreme sports. I would go skydiving tomorrow if I just had that opportunity. I guess I really? do. You could just go. It's just it's a expensive thing. If yeah, it was also if you it was can't con- social distance right now, you can't be strapped to someone like that. No. No. You would be very yeah, far from imagine everybody else. If you look and it's like, wow, turns out skydiving is an essential business. <laughs> <laughs> guess they're open. <laughs> I saw a really funny picture the other day. That was a guy taking a photo of him in the Chuck E. Cheese outfit, just from the. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are we in the central business? Um. But yeah, I guess I would have said like bungee jumping. But mm-hmm. I've been watching. I watched Tiger King, and I've only watched the first two episodes. And one of them explained how they got in a bungee jumping accident, and that for some reason scared me. So. Yeah, uh, maybe not bungee jumping, but I I would go skydiving. I guess is my answer. Is yeah, that a sport though? Wing wingsuit. Wingsuit. That's the one. That is the yeah, one. Yeah, like where you jump off a cliff and then you just yep, fly and you down. Glide like a bat. through. I've watched so many like of those GoPro YouTube videos where where they're yeah. just gliding through the mountains. Those are. Amazing. You know, what? instead of watching big fish on a theater <laughs> setting, we should on a giant projector watch wingsuit videos. <laughs> Ultimate GoPro wingsuit compilation <laughs> in IMAX, <laughs> 4K. Oh my god, those are so cool! I just yeah. Anytime I get a new computer that can process videos a bit better, the first thing I always do is go on YouTube and look up like a 4K GoPro because I just those are the coolest videos. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really so lame think, thing to do. I think we're both going wingsuit as like our, <laughs> our, our kind of like extended yeah. ability one. Mm-hmm. And then maybe snowboarding is like what I would pick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really want to go I don't skiing. know if that even counts because it's pretty normal. Snowboarding, I would say counts. Snowboarding is like the, I feel like snowboarding is the poster boy, poster child for yeah. extreme sports. Let me, yeah, I mean, just, done uh, let me search extreme sports and see what we get as the first sport. I've done it before. I'm just really bad at it. It is wingsuit. That's the first sport. So we were right on the money. Oh, you know what one I would never do? I would never go white water rafting. And I've done that so many times. We've I think talked, I've explained yeah. how I almost died. We've talked about it. And that was literally the thing that set me over the edge. I would never do that. So now saying that... um. I would totally do that again. Actually, that, I'm changing my answer. That is, it's so much They're fun. White. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It, you just won't want to go on any rapids that are more than like a class three. Okay. 
That's the thing. That's is the that anything black below, Anything class three or below is like because it goes up to five. Okay. And um, or maybe even six, but any three or below, you're good. Especially two or below. Like if you could find a rapid that was just like straight up, like a like a two two the whole time. Because mm-hmm. the thing about it is that it's it's boring for like. 15 minutes a lot of the time because you're just going down a river and then the rapids are for like one minute and then you wait another 15 minutes uh, okay but it's really fun though and also it's like fun to float down the river gotcha you just paddle paddle a bit i just i have a weird phobia of like water and, and yeah that, that terrifies i mean me. you can also if you really were scared you could buy one of those things that like is like an inflatable you know yeah vest. i mean they have life obviously you wear a life yeah vest, life so vest. float but but you could also, I don't know. There's like other. But there's just a bunch buy. of. Like, rocks you could buy an oxygen, could... like a little oxygen tank to have on you. Yeah. See, I don't want to do anything that involves that. <laughs> you, well, no, that you don't actually. No one needs that. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah, if you yeah, were yeah. That concerned. That concerned, yeah. But no, I would totally do that again. I haven't done that in a while. Interesting. The last um, thing I did was a float trip, which is what people in the Midwest do for like bachelor parties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you just drink a lot and go down a river that has like maybe class one rapids occasionally. <laughs> it's mostly you're just floating down the river while you're drinking. So you don't really do real rapids because you actually are super drunk. You're very, yeah, that'd be dangerous. Yeah, right. So that's why you don't. And then you just get off on like little sandbars and drink with other people. That sounds nice. Oh, no, it's pleasant. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's, I did it in Missouri. It's like a very Missouri thing to do. Yeah. Um, last extreme sport thing i did was go wakeboarding which i love i love wakeboarding it's like it's like snowboarding on water for anyone who didn't know Mm -hmm. um but i tried i used to get really into the jumps this was like four years ago or something where i I tried to hit the i hit the wake oh yeah and i get some air and i used to be really good at it but then one time i did that and i came down legs not bent uh and they kind of did a little inward thing uh like my knees bent the wrong way on the water i'm cringing right now thinking about it and that hurt a lot so have not done that i well i i've wakeboarded since but i i don't have you jet jumps no my family's not that into jet skis or, or any of those but i've always wanted to those look people are pretty reckless on them for how dangerous they look yeah i have jet skied before i didn't ever love it i feel like i'd like it more now yeah but the other thing, because my family, like, I grew up on the water in Florida, so, like, mm-hmm. we had a boat, and sometimes we would, like, get towed behind the boat on, like, an inflatable thing, and that's fun just to ride around yeah. on. Tubing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so Those are those are fun times. Um, yep. Anyways, moving on. Uh, thank you, Skippy Ghost. This next one comes from SaltyT165. Which planet slash moon is your favorite? This is very serious um which planet so our moon or moon um I yeah have, I, i've always you know what i really like uh i, I like mars mars yeah. is a cool planet it's mars like, seems cool because it's like kind of safe feeling mm-hmm. it's you know but i like conceivably humans could have technology where they could like live on that for a bit yeah i like the stuff like that that's like uh it's it, like we we have a lot of information about Mars, but I also yeah. like stuff like Uranus. That <laughs> <laughs> where is it? Um, that are just kind of. I mean, we we know plenty of 
We're just going to have to get yeah. through this one. There's plenty of information about Uranus out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, but it just I, seems like a mystery at the same time. Yeah, I like the idea of, like, Saturn and Jupiter. Just, mm-hmm. you know, and, the big and like, planets that are... They're reasonably close, and obviously they're not actually close, but um, compared to other planets. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's just how large they are, right? So, like, think about, like, the topography. And obviously some of them, it's, like, they don't really have solid ground in a lot of parts. But I just mean, like, it just it's such a large, mm-hmm. like, you know, Jupiter is enormous. It's a giant piece of something. Yeah. Yeah. So it would just be interesting just how big it is. Like, it, I don't think our yeah. brains could really fathom how large something like that is. That's a great point. I Those are always the scariest photos where they're, like... They, yeah, or, they're like the atmosphere. You would die in about half a second. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's just like there's Earth, and then they go up one, and then they go up another one, and they just keep getting bigger. He's chugging the watermelon juice. <laughs> well, I didn't think you were. I was. I figured that you thing were talking, back, so I had some yeah, time, but then you, I just, you decided to talk thing, about I, that. I wasn't gonna talk about it, but then it just threw it back. Um, no, yeah. It's they're kind of scary. I don't like those. I don't like knowing how big certain planets are out there. It terrifies me. Um, <laughs> That's just a funny sound clip. <laughs> I don't like knowing how big certain planets are. It's, <laughs> it's I people have learned my two phobias: big planets and water. Today. Yeah. Um, but then I think about some of the, I mean, stuff like Pluto. That's like significantly smaller than earth that it's like what what's it like there i don't know i just have some i don't know anyways like the moon like the moon yeah or like the moon would be kind of cool to visit i don't yeah yeah. people have done that yeah i think that i would have to do more research on like what the surfaces of these planets are yeah and then decide like which one i want to visit like i just want to visit the one that has like the coolest things like so ones that has like you know i'm sure there are ones with like grand canyons that are like a thousand times the size yeah which is like super deep which ones like are confirmed or not confirmed but are most likely to have like other life on them literally i mean only mars okay in terms of our solar system Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, then there's also Titan, which is a a moon of Jupiter or Saturn. Mm-hmm. That's like one that also might have some kind of things going on. But really, I think no one thinks there's really any current life yeah. on any of the planets in our solar system. But I mean, there's so many planets that you know. Yeah. There's probably something going on somewhere. I I just almost definitely. Th- see, anytime I start thinking about aliens, I I get it's really... a slippery slope. Thought. it is a very experiment di- oh my god dude <sighs> maybe i shouldn't even say this publicly but few years ago i went to my friend's cabin this is my ex-girlfriend i don't know why i said friend uh we were out in the <laughs> lake and uh in the sky there was like this red saucer thing like deep in the sky and i was like mm-hmm. it wasn't the moon i'm like so i'm still to this day very convinced that it was something weird um yeah it didn't look like anything yeah, I, i've ever only seen had, before yeah i only had one experience like that but then it turned out to be on the news that it was it was when i was 13 and 
I was, uh, yeah, I, I might have told this story before. I don't know. But I'll, I'll just say it again briefly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 13 and I was on like a flight. So I had a layover in Texas. So I was sitting on like a window seat of the plane. I looked out and there were these like, like kind of debris that was like coming down at like this really steep angle. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was just like white things that were shooting through the sky. And I was like, right. that's weird. And then like, of course, like uh, when I landed in the next place, I learned that it was the uh, space shuttle Columbia breaking up over Texas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was very quickly explained that's a cool thing to have witnessed though regardless yeah it was yeah it, i mean it was not a good event but no no but i mean yeah you could, it was yeah. just a weird thing like because i had no idea i was like i, I point out to my sisters i'm like i don't know what like what are these things that could be shooting down at like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. you know Directly, such a steep angle right huh interesting that is a slippery slope i could have we could have gone on for a while we could have talked about so many aliens yeah um moving on this next one comes from the underscore race car it is what recent movie has your favorite poster and this is the one i said would require some thinking yeah so Um, you start talking i'm gonna start looking (laughs) shit okay well i'm gonna get on Uh, uh moonlight is the first one that comes to mind moonlight that's a good poster is a fantastic poster i mean as if the movie couldn't get any better it's super simple. It says so much. Uh, that's a great poster. Um, I weirdly like the Ad Astra poster a lot. It's mm-hmm. I just like how simple it is. I I personally think the Uncut Gems poster is kind of underwhelming. For yeah, how, I for agree. how crazy that movie is, I just the, yeah. the, the placement for the text is off centered. It's just a weird. I don't know why they went with that, especially because the Good Time poster is so cool um right let's see uh what if i just said something that was like the most generic poster possible i'm like i love the zombie land double tap poster (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah sure anyway nice cool no you you know what my answer is it is and i don't think it's the official poster although the official poster is great but there is a portrait of a lady on fire poster that oh is it the one with like the silhouette of the yep yeah, it's like, okay, that's a great poster. It's the fire, but it's also t- them kissing, and it's yep. paint. Yep. That is one of the best posters I've seen. Um, that's a great poster. Probably my poster of the year for last year. So, if that is, is that the official poster? It, from it's it is from Neon, the company that distributed it. But I don't think it's the. I've seen the official poster, which is also pretty good. It's the one where she's on fire. Uh, the parasite poster is also great, but mm-hmm. I personally like the portrait one a lot more. Yeah, I'm l- trying to look at like films I have. Um, mm-hmm. I like the Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas poster. <laughs> that is a that's a good poster. It is a that's a cool one. Um, Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch poster, which I don't know if is the and the Isle of Dogs one with all the dogs. Those are great. Wes Anderson has been killing it recently with posters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a sufficient enough uh, answer. I mean, if you're going real old, Metropolis, that is a good poster. That is a great poster. Yeah, I'm just, let me think about old. The question specifically asked for uh, recent ones. but we, well, I mean, it's recent in, the, you in, know, uh, in terms of human history. <laughs> that is true. Um, I did only watch the Dracula movie because I, I, I do really like the poster for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Mononcle. That's a good poster. Ooh, Blade Runner. That's a good poster. Blade Runner. Which one? The first or the... I like the, the first, first one more. Yeah. The second yeah. one kind of tries to be a blockbuster too much, and it's it's just not. Um, any... And this is going to sound pretentious, but any Godard or Truffaut poster, they're all amazing. Oh, my God. The one that's like uh, a woman is a woman. That poster is one of my favorites. I want to get a copy for my room, um, mm-hmm. even though I haven't seen the movie. But I just yeah. come I mean, across that. Yeah. Also going to go like real classic, like the first Star Wars poster. Those are great. Yeah. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Uh, and then Jurassic Park. Ooh, yep. Spielberg had and Jaws. I'll say Jaws is a classic. Um, yeah, I mean, which movie posters do you own? Uh, I own a lot back at in Chicago. Um, right off the top of my head, I, I have the Seven Samurai one. I have a a fan made First Reform poster that my ex boyfriend did, and then I have. Punch Drunk Love, and I think an actual First Reform poster. I have a lot, but now that I I'm blanking on all that. I had a BoJack Horseman one. A lot of them got destroyed when I took them off the wall. But yeah, yeah, I only have one, <laughs> and it's 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 a two. It's a double, so it's like right. it, it's one thing and that continues onto a second poster, uh-huh. uh, and it's Ishtar. Ah, uh, yeah, Ishtar yep. has a good poster. I'll say. Yeah, it's them in the desert with the camel. Oh, nice. That's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> That's um, so, so it's like, yeah, and it was like, and on one side, it's both of them pulling like the rope. Mm-hmm. And then the rope, like the rope goes and then it cuts off. And then the other poster, the rope comes back on and the camel is connected so to it. That's so funny. <laughs> That's very on brand that you have one poster and that's the poster. Yeah. That's cool. Though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait to get back to an apartment where I can get my own art. That's I'm excited. Um, I want to start filling your parents' house with art. Literally, like the you, you can see the room it. I'm in. I have nothing. It's all just yep. white. I mean, I have nothing either. This is my yeah, actual that's, room. That's your apartment. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for questions. Thanks for asking them. Um. <laughs> Moving on to the conclusions or the wrap up. Uh, what the do we start meme of the with? week? Meme of the week. We have there's a lot of stuff in the subreddit this week that was <laughs> getting on my nerve. Oh well, first of all, we should address all the fun uh, Jeff fan art that we got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I looked like two days ago. And I think there's one new one. Yeah. Uh, there's one that I really do like, unironically, that, and I think it's. I think it might have meant to be a joke, but I, I, I love it, and it's this quick one by Ori Zuru with a bunch of U's. That is the wondrous Jeff Reborslow, and it's a very yeah. simple. You have your Jeff hat. It, I like yeah, that a lot. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay, <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> it, it makes me look like someone cosplaying Mario. <laughs> Well, we're, it also makes your hair a lot longer than it actually is, because yeah, your, your hair is kind of the opposite. Opposite, it goes long in the back, but your actual hair is like poofy in the front. Yeah. Now, I kind of like the one by uh, Hermalot. Um. Yeah, you like that one? <laughs> I mean, I, it's not great. But I if think I it's had a to cool, pick one. I lo- it's I think cool it's looking. a 
It's a great drawing. I really like yeah, the drawing. Yeah, it's a very good drawing. I mean, it doesn't look... It looks a little bit like me. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, the hair is a bit thin, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm not losing my hair. I just want to make that very make clear. That cl- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that one's all right. Right. That's, I think that's the one I'm voting for for my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there's another one by that, Skippy Ghost, or I think that's the one you're referring to. Yeah. And that one is scary. That one is scary. Not it's, the lie. problem is that that one looks the most like me, <laughs> but in like the worst way, right? Yeah. So it, it, like, it's identifiable as me the most of any of them. Right. But it makes me look like a monster with like a lot of, there's a lot of things going on. The most terrifying thing about that one that really sends it over the edge is the hair. Just, yeah, well, it's because I wear a hat in a lot of pictures. Yeah. And they the outline of the hat is, like, what they drew, but then they filled it in with hair. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> did not come out well, but it's no, a good drawing. So it kind of looks like a little bit of a... An, yeah, yeah, it's like a little bit of an Elvis vibe. Right, right. <laughs> and also, my mouth in this is just enormous. It's... The, the teeth are terrifying. Yeah. You look I vicious. Mean, you look... I like could, something I, I don't, don't want to see. Way, I could, I could eat a cantaloupe in one bite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, that's about it. I mean, then people had some basic ones. Someone, uh, forty-two penguins, forty-two. Mm-hmm. That's a respectable submission. Yeah, I mean that's um, it's a submission for sure. It, it is a don't get us wrong, this is a submission. Um okay. Let's see. Meme of the week. Um I, there was one that I really liked. Uh Actually there weren't. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't a lot that I liked. Someone talked about my April Fools thing on Letterbox. That was an April Fools thing if anyone didn't know. Um Oh, someone wanted us to read this. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, God, I lost it. There was a really long piece of text that someone wanted. Yeah, my submission for Meme of the Week by C. C. Buddy Ryder. Now, I haven't read this yet, so my apologies if this shouldn't be read out loud. It's only got five up votes, but should mm-hmm. I read it? Should I just go for it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. The year is 2040. Karsten, now in his mid-60s, and Jeff, now in his early 80s. Be- <laughs> we're not we're not 20 years apart. Uh, begin their yearly discussion of Vice as the 2040 Oscars approach. They record their episode usually, unusually early as Karsten will be absent the next week to attend the Oscars, where his ad- adaptation of the Spider-Wick Chronicles is nominated for Best Sound Mixing. After a nine-minute discussion on the best way to pack luggage into a mid-sized hover car... They go into the movie recommendation of the week. They ran, they ran out of early 2000s comedies to review a few years prior, so they have since turned the section of the show into a frame-by-frame analysis of Cheaper by the Dozen 2. The discussion is quickly derailed after Karsten mispronounces Steve Martin's name, uh, instead electing to say Stephen Martin. <laughs> a mistake that sends Karsten into a wheeze laugh so intense he loses all airflow to his brain for about six seconds and blacks out on his 2016 MacBook Air. After 11 minutes of silence, Karsten slowly regains consciousness as he tries his best to steer the conversation back towards the cultural significance of the meat seat. Jeff interrupts... It's a great scene. Jeff interrupts Karsten, starting, stating that he indeed actually hasn't seen the movie. <laughs> um, 
if this meme miraculously makes it on the pod, check out my YouTube channel for similar film view style content. Um, cool. You know what? I like, I liked that. That was fun. That was good. Yeah. Nice job. I, uh, was meme journey. of the week. I, I just want to say that you mispronounced Steve Buscemi's name. Did I say Steve Buscemi? Buscemi? Yeah. I've heard, I've gotten in this fight with a few other people. I've heard it a few different ways. And Steve is represented by the company that I interned at, and I've heard some people at the company say Steve Buscemi, so I don't. I, okay, I don't know. you know what? So you know what? When you're gonna just name drop like companies like that, <laughs> I didn't I even have, name drop I don't have the much company, of a standing. But <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, there were a lot of memes. I I I don't. I truly don't know what to give meme of the week. I you know what? I'll, I'll this one was funny. Anthony Dash Film posted a picture of the Mona Lisa and said, "Got bored, decided to draw Jeff." Yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It also got the most upvotes. I upvoted myself. Apparently, I didn't even notice that. Um, so there's that. What about you, Jeff? My meme of the week. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know what? While while you think on it, um. I just want to address that someone posted a, there was a Donald Trump ad on one of my videos and I, I have no control over those. Let me just state that. Yeah. If anyone thought that I had control over my ads, I don't just want to get that out there. So that's, you know, that's a good, it's a good announcement to, to say. <laughs> Cause I honestly was starting to think that you uh, were, were specifically requesting those. <laughs> <laughs> Been working all right, with the so here's campaign. my meme of the week. First of yep. all, I'm just going to acknowledge that XXX, N- Obama, uh-huh. GNO, but I don't know what that is. Uh, but Gnobama. G- yep. Anyways, um, the they had a science teacher who said catch you on the flip side. Oh yeah. They posted a video of that, so that's you know that's that's cool. Nice. Um, but I think my meme of the week is going to be. The movie poster posted by uh, Ten Billion One, um, and it's uh, it? it's both of us, and yep. it's <laughs> the sun is also uh, a star. The sun is also a star. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> that's a funny one. Yeah, and it got all right. Well, yeah, cool. That's congratulations. Meme of the week. Meme of the week. Uh, where's the thing? Oh, that's not the sound effect board. I didn't even have a sound ready. Moving on. Um, we're, we're losing steam here. Uh, what else do we do? Oh, read a review. Chartable. <laughs> we like to encourage people to leave reviews. Uh, we read one every week. I mean, that's oh. really all there is to it, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. We're, not, we're not really encouraging you. We just are asking. Because <laughs> I feel like encouragement requires some uh, further effort on our part. <laughs> Um, what did, uh, someone, oh God, someone DM me and said they wanted to have it, but I forgot it and I don't want to look through Instagram, so we'll do it next week. But this week it'll be, uh, I'll just, I'll just say Xavier, um, from the United States of America. Uh, subject line is please, sir. <laughs> Five stars. And it says excellent podcast, but Jeff, if you are reading this, I am free next Friday. If you are free next Friday, so maybe we can work something out so we can see each other next friday okay that's the <laughs> that's the review so someone wants to see you next friday jeff 
Okay. It was Xavier. Wait, when was this posted? Was it? This was, uh, <laughs> well, it was, it was posted April 1st. Let's not, so maybe they don't want to see you next Friday, but. Is that the joke that they don't want to I see I doubt me? that was the joke, but I just, that was when it was posted. So we're going to leave it that. Um, yeah. Cool. There were another, there was another Jeff. There's tons of Jeff reviews in here. Uh, you know what though? I just had an idea. So, First of all, we're gonna are we gonna try to do a Cars Cast Netflix watch party? Yeah. Did how did you hear about that? Because someone suggested that I in saw my, it on your uh, Twitter. On my Twitter. Oh, that's right. I did because I they, did they tag the Cars Cast as well. Yep. And also sometimes I see your tweets. I don't know. I <laughs> I follow you. <laughs> yeah, we are gonna um, do. We should do that eventually. Yeah. soon. That'd be really fun. Maybe yeah. with the patrons. Should we make it a patron event or? I think we should make it an everyone event. Yeah, let's make it an everyone event. <laughs> let's make, uh, but we'll only talk to the patrons. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, we ignore everyone else. Lastly, we speaking of the patrons, we'd like to thank them. Um, what a good transition. What, that was a, hey, you know what I mean? Where is it? Uh, Hit that sound effect. Hit yep, that. There it is. Uh, we'd like to thank our patrons. If you would like to become a patron yourself, Head on to patreon.com slash carscast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes. Which one will be coming pretty soon. Q&As, uh, shout-outs mm-hmm. at the end of every episode, and Google Hangouts, which we just did. Yeah, it, it was a blast. The patrons make me feel much better about when I have to pay for movies because Big you know, Fish was on Hulu up until a few days ago, and I missed <laughs> watching it. it. It left Hulu right before I was going to go watch it. Yep. And so we, I had to pay for it, but I'm like, you know what? This is what that patron money is for. I remember you being like, hey, like Big Fish is on Hulu. This is perfect. We can, people can just watch it there. And then I went yeah. to find it and I was like, oh, it is $3.99. I promise it was probably until April 1st. <clears throat> probably. They were, they fooled us. They fooled us all. <laughs> that we are the real fool. We were the real <laughs> fish. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'd like to thank Alex Davis, Allison Grace, Boat. Just take a deep breath. I'm going to start over. It's it's a mouthful, all these names. Alex Davis, Allison Grace, Boat, Connor Holmes, Eden, Ethan Kell, Hannah E., Holly Edwards, Iva, Joshua Quizwicki, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Moses Ox, Olivia Robinson, Philip Hagelberg, Ready Steady Ernie, Sergio Palacios, Sophia Arrieta, T. Sizzle, Vegard Strom, and ZZZZ. And that's all the patrons. Catch you on the flip side, Jeff. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> what they said not yet (laughs) um we okay that well maybe that is it i thanks guys we really appreciate it um hope you're all still you're all staying safe staying safe yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling good how are you jeff yeah i'm I'm all right you're good okay cool yeah with that do you have anything else to say jeff catch on flip side catch you on the flip side Flip side. Flip side. Flip side. Cars cast. Movies. Intelligent conversation. Wait, ready for this? Flip side.